Hello, and welcome to Message in the Middle with Marianne. We all know that life is hard, right? It's messy, it's unpredictable, but it can be wonderful all at the same time. My hope is that we can take a deep dive into self-development topics and explore life's lessons through book clubs, conversations, and interviews. And together, we can uncover the lessons that others have already learned to help us navigate this crazy, wonderful ride called life. Hello and welcome to Message in the Middle. I'm your host, Marianne, and today I have no guest, just me. After having a few of you reach out to me over the last couple of weeks and talking with more of you during the online vision board session last weekend, I had a few things I wanted to touch on, so I figured why not drop in for a quick message. Before I get started, though, I want to apologize up front. I've been battling a bit of a cold, so my voice may may go in and out a little bit, but at least you'll know why. So what got me thinking about this topic was last week's vision board session. I wanted to remind those that didn't participate that we're well into the new year, so if you haven't already done so, it's a great time to set your intentions for 2024. And if you're not into the whole vision board thing, I get it. It's okay. Grab a journal and jot down some of the things you want to prioritize and focus on. Don't get hung up on the how yet or hung up on solving all the things that could get in the way. Just get super clear on what you want your focus areas to be and whether that's easier for you to depict through pictures and words on a vision board or to write it down in in a journal. It doesn't really matter. It's just the process of being intentional and thinking it through that really counts. One of the questions that someone asked me this week was whether I find myself always using the same types of things on my vision board to depict my priorities year over year. And the answer is yes and no. What I do every year is reevaluate my areas of focus. And then once I kind of have settled in on those, I take it down to the next level and I start to refine and add images and words that help me kind of zoom in and make that become a little more defined. So year to year, it's not uncommon for me to have some of the same focus areas like family and health and well-being. But within those categories, my specific goals typically deviate. Like this year, in an example, the health and wellness bucket, I added strength training. It's not something I've ever focused on or has ever been on my vision board, but it's something that I know I keep hearing more and more about and I want to be a focus area. Additionally, I usually have some categories that change every year depending on my focus. So last year, as an example, I had a focus on fun and most of you know it was my word of the year. So my board was loaded up with things zooming in to define what that might look like to me this year. Fun's not there. Instead, I've replaced it with a few things like travel and my new word of the year. So my answer to the question is yes and no. Some things can reappear year after year, but some things will be different. It all depends on my priorities for the year. And guys, listen, I'm going to say this multiple times. There's no right answer. It's what resonates with you. There's no right or wrong way to do a vision board. Like I said at the start, you don't even need a vision board but everyone should be spending at least a little time at the start of the year and honestly, periodically throughout the year, getting clear on what you want to focus on. 
For me, inclusive in that process is picking my word of the year. Last year's was fun, and this year is all about dreaming, daring to dream, to be specific. Let me tell you how I landed there. Like most people, I have a bit of a process when it comes to choosing my word of the year. The process doesn't have to be an onerous or time-consuming one, but I do think it has to be very intentional. In my experience, taking time at the beginning of the year, being very intentional and really digging deep and doing some self-reflection and, you know, thinking about what went on last year and maybe in the past couple of years and thinking about where you want to go and what you want to happen in the future years, it really helps set the tone for shaping your year for prioritizing what you take on, for having a lens in which you can look through and and look at everything and sort of decide if it fits into where you wanted to go. So to me, the whole process is super effective. And it just, again, is another way to make sure we're really in touch. For those of you that have never chosen a word of the year, you might be thinking, all right, well, that sounds okay, but what does it look like? How does it work? How do I even get started? Well, here's what that process could look like. So you could start out by reflecting on your values. And the reason I think it's important to make sure you are fully aware and tuned into your values is because they change. They can change anyway. And something that was a value for you, like, I don't know, building a career, Maybe that was a value for you in your 20s and 30s, and it was a top priority. Maybe now in your 50s and 60s, it's not. So I think it's always good to revisit them. Make sure you're clear on what your values are at that time in your life. And that way, as you're thinking through what your word of the year will be or may be, what's resonating with the work you want to do this year or the focus areas, you can also make sure it's not something that goes against your values. Then set some personal goals, right? I think about the things that I want to achieve in those various aspects or those those different categories, whether it's personal growth, relationship, career, health, whatever your categories are, you want your word of choice for that year to align with your aspirations. I also try to look at the words that feel positive, make me feel positive, are uplifting, maybe transformative. Something that sort of reminds me to step out of my comfort zone, to push, push through the doors, push through the boundaries, to think differently and step in things up a little bit. So I try to opt for a word that carries a positive connotation, a word that might inspire or motivate or bring me a sense of joy when I think about it. I don't know, choosing a positive word, something that, you know, pushes you out of your comfort zone, something that sort of resonates with you immediately when you think about it. It just fills you with optimism and and hope and growth thoughts. So I, I just feel like it sets the right intention. And then sometimes I think about the challenges. So maybe you're having a tough season in your life and you know you got a lot going on. You have to acknowledge those things and you have to think about them and anticipate that they're going to get in the way a little bit in the upcoming year. So your word of the year could be something that kind of grounds you or pulls you back in when they're really popping up and, and causing you a lot of stress or frustration or anxiety or whatever it is. You can kind of reframe things back by 
looking at your thinking about your word of the year and what that means to you and the kind of year that you really had set intentions to have. And it just kind of reframes things. It gives you a different perspective and it it can help just kind of reshape the frame of mind that you're in. At least that I find that that works. And then lastly, I like to have a personal connection with the word. So when I'm out there thinking, and and I'll be honest, I, I use lists, I'll go out and I'll Google and get huge lists of words. And if something doesn't immediately pop up to me, that's sort of how I would get myself going. And when I'm looking through them, like, you know, it's just like, nah, 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 nope, nope, nope. It's either something that's like, you know, to whatever, not significant enough to me, doesn't jump out as anything different or out of the ordinary. And then something happens and I just stumble on the right word. Either I think of it or it comes to me somehow through a conversation or through research, whatever, but I'll just find a word that really resonates, that really just feels right. Sometimes that could be two or three words and then I narrow it down. But my whole point in this one is you want to make sure you have like a personal connection to it. it, just fits right. It feels right for what you're, you know, you want to focus on this year. So that's a loose framework of what the process could look like. There's many ways that you could do it. And sometimes it's just this random knowing and a word pops into your head and you just know that's the word you want to focus on this year. It's just something that really resonates with what you've been feeling or what you've really wanted to try to put intentions out there for it or set intentions out there for. So, you know, there's again, no right or wrong way, but that's just a loose framework for a process that you can use. So what do you do now that you've picked a word of the year? What do you do with it? How do you implement it? What does it mean to you? I think it helps with really refining and goal setting. So if you use that word in that goal setting process and use it as a guide to help you outline specific actionable steps toward achieving your objectives in those categories that you prioritized, it again just helps frame things in the right way and make sure everything is aligned. I also think you can use it as a decision-making tool. Not always, but sometimes when you're faced with choices or dilemmas, you can think about your word of the year and consider, does this fit in? Am I like going closer towards my word of the year and what I was trying to really set intentions for? Or is this choice going to pull me away from that? I think you can always use your word of the year also to explore how it fits in with the experiences that you're having, the challenges, the successes, and think about, you know, where it connects in. Are you aligned? Are you not aligned? Are you are you doing things that you said you were going to do and that kind of fit into that intention? It helps just make you more intentional, be more present, be more self-aware. And then lastly, I would say one of the things that I do is use it for daily affirmation. So incorporate your word of the year in a way that you're repeating it often. You're looking at it often. You're making it part of your morning mantra to set a positive tone for the day. Just infuse your year with thoughts about that word and what that means to you. Remember, choosing a word of the year is a personal process. Everyone's can be different and there's no wrong or right choice. The whole thing is about making you be more in tune to what you want, where you're going. It's to help you keep yourself more intentional, set the tone for the year. And for me, my word of the year this year is dream or more accurately, dare to dream. So 
As I was debating words, I realized I had been a responsible human being, honestly, as far back as I could remember. Albeit there were a couple of teenage years that maybe I strayed a little bit, but honestly, I've really been just a very responsible, dependable person. And I typically make the most practical choices and and do what makes sense versus what lit me up or, you know, really got me excited. And by the time I was 20, I was a single mom and practicality ruled every single decision from that point on. So somewhere along the lines, I stopped dreaming. I made lots of choices and I accomplished tons of things and many of them I am super proud of and wouldn't want to have it any other way. But they came from another place, a sense of drive and a need to be successful and self-sufficient and wanting to build a family. But dreaming was just a luxury that I just didn't feel like I had time for. So in 2024, I'm going to dare to dream. I'm not making it a goal to pursue all the things I dream or say I'm going to accomplish all these big things, but I am going to focus on stepping out of my comfort zone of worrying about all the, you know, what ifs and how could that possibly work? And I don't know, I I don't feel like that could ever be a reality. And instead, I'm going to let myself openly dream. I'm going to push myself to discover what those dreams actually look like in 53-year-old Marianne's head. Because honestly, I'm just not sure anymore. And maybe I'll even remind myself what they looked like when I was nine years old. Until things get much clearer to me about what those dreams really are today, I'm going to just push myself to dare to dream until I can get closer and closer and reflect on those things. I want to know what I would do if I had a magic wand, what I would change, what I would implement, what I would buy, where I would go, how I can impact those around me in a positive way. All those things, you know, what that would look like, where I'd find most of my joy, yada, yada, yada. But the whole point is, I just haven't let myself dream about those things. So this year is the year I'm going to dream. And I'm sure I'll fill you in along the way on what that process looks like. But that's my plan. And I will use that phrase or that word of the year as a guidepost. So when I am thinking about my goals for the year, which honestly I've already done, I can use it as a litmus test to say, am I blocking myself? Am I being too pragmatic? Am I getting stuck behind the typical walls I get stuck behind when I try to think about doing things, when I try to go big, get out of my comfort zone? Or am I letting myself dream? And so that's an example of how you can use your work to frame up the other attributes of your vision board or your goals and and objectives for the year. So on that note, let me encourage you to give some thought to yourselves, your lives, where you want to take things, what you want to accomplish, what you want to prioritize and find your word of the year. Let it help you. Let it frame up how you spend your time and how you build your goals and the lens in which you look at the world this year. I hope this was helpful, especially for any of you that haven't ever chosen a word of the year. I hope this sort of gives you an idea of what that could look like and how you can incorporate it into your thinking every day, honestly, and just really help you kind of zoom in on what you want to do and and where you want to most focus your time and your efforts this year. Before I go, I just want to thank you all for hanging out with me. I know you have a zillion choices on where you can spend your time. And I appreciate all the messages and all the 
comments and all the DMs and all the feedback that I get around the podcast and all the participation in the community message in the middle community page. I am just thrilled to be able to share this journey with you. And please remember if you have any feedback for the show or you have any requests for certain topics, reach out. Always, always, always love to hear from you guys. One last thing before I sign off. I've been talking to quite a few of you over the last couple of weeks, and I know that there are some folks struggling out there, struggling with sort of getting back on their path of being healthy and, you know, keeping their weight and their wellness goals in check. And some of you that are going through some really difficult journeys with parents or family and friends that are sick and you're taking care of, and it's really adding a strain onto your life right now. Others that are just really working through some career choices. I mean, the bottom line is it's the reason I did this this whole thing in the first place. The reason I put this podcast and this community together. Life is messy and it's complicated. And the one thing I know for sure is that we have so many things in common and so many lessons we can share amongst ourselves. Please utilize the group. Please reach out if you need support. We are all here to lift each other up when we need it. Take care, you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Message in the Middle with Marianne. If you enjoyed the podcast, please take a minute to share it and write a review as it helps bring new listeners to our audience. If you'd like to keep the conversation going between episodes, please join us at Facebook group Message in the Middle with Marianne.